0: Hello and welcome back to Sister Magic. This is Michaela, And this is Shandra. And we are here to say we are very sorry about last week. We had technical Mm -hmm. difficulties that could not be managed. And we were also tired because the world is a disaster. (sighs)
1: Shit. (laughs) That was on vacation. And the the internet in California doesn't work like the internet in Colorado. So, (laughs) yeah, we're home.
0: (laughs) Woo! (laughs) all right you might remember from last week we said we were going to talk today about cultural appropriation and closed practices in witchcraft which is a very important topic to be
1: discussed in the beginning of anybody's spiritual journey yes it's a lot of quagmires you can avoid (laughs) yes i want to thank you for recommending this topic because i thought i knew about (laughs) it and then i researched and i learned
0: more it turns (laughs) out that there's a lot more to it than most people think
1: it's very complex.
0: Yes. It's, yeah. Very much so. Yeah.
1: Where did you go for your information? I'm curious.
0: I checked a couple. So, let's see. I went to a blog post by Flying the Hedge, mm-hmm. um, which is a, it's a blog, com. She has a blog on decolonizing witchcraft, racism, whitewashing, and cultural appropriation. Oh,
1: boy.
0: Uh, in okay. witchcraft and how to decolonize your practice. That one's got a pretty good general overlay on what we're talking about and how to wade your way through it. In addition to that, I also looked at a PDF called Cultural Appropriation in Contemporary Neopaganism and Witchcraft. I think I read that one too. By Catherine Gottlieb? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That one is a very good, deep... Like eighty eight pages on Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I didn't I didn't read the whole thing. I scan. That's okay. But yes. You yeah, same. <laughs> I watched a video from um Harvard Divinity School. Oh. And it I I'm actually gonna put a link in the yes. notes because it it's a it's an hour long video, but it's very concise
0: and nice. very helpful. Okay. Like
1: academically speaking, very yeah. helpful. <laughs> Perfect. I, I found it yeah.
0: I do wanna say something right here and that's if research and studying is not your thing. I do not recommend you get into witchcraft. (laughs) That is all I'm going to say. There's a reason we say go read a book. Exactly. You will be led astray if you do not do your research. That is the most important thing. You have to read books. You have to listen to other people on the subject. And there's no getting around it. So I'm sorry. It's very true. If you don't study, it's not shame to mention on that, you. No.
1: <laughs> that you will be taken advantage of and you will probably pay people money that do not deserve your money because yes. there's a lot of people in this, unfortunately, in this community that just, just are scamming the hell out of everyone. Yes. And yeah, it, the only way to avoid falling into that pit trap is to study and research yes. and know your stuff. Exactly.
0: I think. We'll start off right now with giving a brief description of what a closed practice is, because a lot of people may not know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. And so a closed practice is a practice in which participation is only allowed if you are born into it or initiated into it. And you can only be initiated into it by someone who is actively practicing and has already been initiated, so on and so forth.
1: And is qualified to do the initiating of other people. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And if you don't know what cultural appropriation is at this day and time... It's theft. Yeah. It's stealing things from other people's culture that doesn't belong to you. Because you feel entitled. Uh And I'm sorry, but you're not.
1: Uh (laughs) was one thing in the video that they covered... um, was that this is about cultures. It's not necessarily about your blood. It's about the culture you grew up in. Yeah. And I, I thought that was very, a pretty important distinction because even, I mean, you and I are learning a lot about like Celtic stuff. Yeah. But we weren't raised in that culture necessarily. So even there, we need to be careful. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So there's some important distinctions, I thought, in the cultural appropriation and cultural ap- appreciation. Yes. Right. Is one Mm -hmm. thing. And then there's also cultural diffusion. Yes. Um, So you can appreciate culture. Like when we go to eat at restaurants that are not of our culture, we are appreciating other cultures Mm -hmm. and we are paying. And that is a perfectly appropriate thing to do. Um, Cultural diffusion is kind of when a lot of cultures mix together, which is, of course, a thing we have in this country where we're a melting pot. So a lot of things are kind of getting mixed together. That aren't, we're not necessarily keeping them separate. Exactly. But then there are there are specific things that are held separate and are important. Like you said, the closed practices yep. that we have got to be mindful of. Very mindful. And I think
0: a lot of the things have become so quote-unquote mainstream nowadays that people don't realize mm-hmm. they are part of closed practices. Right. Right. And that needs to be a conversation that is had because... There are certain items that are becoming difficult for people who, who you need to use these items for their actual mm-hmm. practice and they can't get them because one, either they're being over harvested. For example, yes. white sage. Yes. Or two, not only are they being over harvested, they're being inflated in price so that the people that actually use them cannot afford them anymore.
1: Right. Exactly. And that's because they're not being okay. sold to us. Exactly. Another thing that I thought was really interesting from the video that I watched is, is the, there's a professor, right? And she's actually talking about how she went to a camp in the, in the, I think she said it was the 80s. And she, she was helping to run the camp, right? Okay. I don't know what the official term is, but the other people that were helping her run the camp were black people. And she, they did cornrows in her hair for oh, her. Yeah. Um But, you know, they were black people. They Mm -hmm. gifted that to her. And she did say, she's like, look, I didn't appropriate anything. I did not ask them to do it. They offered that. Um, She said, but in in today's culture, like, she would have immediately taken it out if it was today. Yeah. Right? Because even though she did nothing wrong there, Mm -hmm. it might have set a bad example for other people to see a white woman with cornrows. Mm -hmm. That don't understand why she has the cornrows. So that's exactly. another thing I thought was very important. You, I have an eagle feather that mm-hmm. was gifted to me on my wedding day by someone who is legally allowed to give eagle feathers yeah. to people. Um, I'm a white woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to have eagle feathers otherwise. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to take Instagram photos of myself with my eagle feather because that sends the wrong message to yeah. my fellow white women. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're not allowed to have eagle feathers. Exactly. So that's a rant over.
0: I liked one thing that I, I think it was a video that I was watching on TikTok the other day. was talking about cultural appropriation. And you reminded me of that when you said you were gifted something. It was. Exactly. You know, when you're gifted something from another culture, you don't then turn around and say, oh, well, I get, I'm entitled to have this all the time now. Because this person once gave it, gave it to me. No, no. That's not how that works.
1: Right. Exactly. And uh, one of the podcasts that I was listening to uh, about cultural appropriation, she said something I found very helpful. Mm -hmm. If you're a white woman and you want to practice voodoo, then you need to go and seek out a priestess or someone who is qualified to teach you. And you will probably have to pay them. And you will need to learn and you will need to earn the right to practice that. And that is up to that person to decide that you are okay to practice it. It's never up to you. No. So there are options. This isn't just, it's not just a wall that's put up forever because we're white people. We just have to understand that there is work that must be done Mm -hmm. to bridge the gap. Mm -hmm. Um, Generations and generations of people have had their cultures stolen by unfortunately our ancestors yep, and we have to do the work to bridge the gap so that our children don't have to live in the world that is separated like that yeah and you have to understand that as
0: a white person there are certain parts of witchcraft and spiritualism mysticism etc you will never be allowed in it's true
1: it's very true and that's okay Or oh, the chunky says hi. We have a chunk. We have a visitor. <laughs> He's here for the intense conversation.
0: Yes. <laughs> One of the things that I also I found really um, eye opening when I was reading the book or not the book but the uh, blog post by the flying on flyingthehedge.com dot com
1: mm-hmm. was
0: that distinction between white magic and black magic, and a little bit about how that is actually. Uh, black magic is actually term that was kind of coined in oppression. Oh, really? Yes, because back in the day, slaves used cursing and hexing, and what we define as black magic today, as a fight against oppression. Oh. And that is why it was deemed as a bad thing. Right. That does make sense. So that was something yeah. I had never thought about before, but I right. really wanted to bring that up because I had never even considered it and it makes a whole lot of sense right right but yeah and also just the the terms white magic and black magic we don't use those anymore no exactly because that's got the whole other connotations behind Uh, it sure yeah it has very racist terminology exactly that's
1: that's very that's a very good point i Mm -hmm. hadn't really thought about that yeah I've spent the last week with my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. who is this fantastic, very white woman who raised, you know, half Native American children. Mm-hmm. And they they basically were raised, you know, full Native. Yeah. They, they went to powwows and they, they lived that culture in their childhood. She sets just this incredible example mm-hmm. <laughs> because she was present at all of those powwows, you know, and her children yeah. were in there. And she was invited to be part of things like the shawl dance. And that's not something white women get invited to do. No. But because she was so respectful and so knowledgeable about the culture, she was invited to be part of that. That's amazing. And so find people, they're, they're out there, find people who are setting the example. Yeah. And follow them, you know, mm-hmm. do what they do, learn from them, because it's such an important attitude to have right now that this isn't mine. Exactly. This doesn't belong to me, but I can earn it mm-hmm. if I'm willing to put in the work.
0: Even if you don't intend to practice what you're researching. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Still research about it. Still learn. still learn about voodoo. Still learn about, you know, Native American beliefs. Learn about everything so that you can yeah. recognize when you're reading something that is not for you. Absolutely. And that will help Absolutely. you a lot in, in weeding out for lack of a better word, the bad books in witchcraft because there are That's a true. lot of them. There are a ton. And yeah. if you don't know what is not okay you won't be able to weed that out.
1: Right. It will also give a great deal of depth to your intuition if you're reading all yes. of this because there's meanings like I, I've been doing kind of my spirit animal search. Yeah. Um, And so I, I found one, and so I went and I researched what that animal means in different cultures, and it gives me this really deep view on, you know, what my guidance is. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of guidance I'm getting from my, my spirit animal. I, I don't know. If, should I even be talking about spirit <laughs> I would know. say,
0: um, I think we tend to reframe it, and we don't use the, the word spirit animal, because that spirit is a, guide? a native... Yes. That's much Spirit better. Guide. Spirit guides okay. Spirit is guide. okay. Spirit animals is specific to the native people. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, That's okay. There's, there's That's an example. what we're doing there's, here. There is the example. Yeah. <laughs> and you will make mistakes and you have to yes. be okay with saying, I made that mistake and yes. move from it. I'm
1: sorry. I was wrong. Yeah. It's okay to say that. Yeah. And and move on and do better. Yeah. We can't know until we know. Exactly. And then we have to do better.
0: And I guarantee you, everybody in the witch community has made a mistake they have done something Absolutely. that was part of a closed practice we just have to learn right because when you're starting out people don't tell you about these things you walk into a metaphysical store and you say what can i do and they hand you a bundle of white sage and goes and say go smudging mm-hmm. we don't yeah. do that we don't do that that's not ours we do that's... not smudge we smoke right. cleanse we should not be using white sage because that's not for us right yeah but it will happen exactly
1: the The guidance is just very murky out there yeah so be knowledgeable mm-hmm. learn pick up a book many books many books cross-reference to... all the books yes yeah. <laughs> and be skeptical always yeah. check who you are who you are receiving information from and find yeah. out if they are qualified to be imparting that information to you we live always, in a digital always, age always always there's do not give people money until you know that they deserve your money yeah please please okay sorry
0: no no <laughs> apologizing we don't apologize for this this is a conversation that needs to be had for the newbie witches and the right. baby witches right. that you know i think sometimes a lot of people are afraid to have this conversation
1: right because it seems like a negative thing but you know and people get very angry about the topic of cultural appropriation and yeah Even through my own journey through it, like in the, you know, five years ago or so when we first started kind of hearing the term, I didn't understand. Exactly. And I kept trying to learn and trying to listen to what people, but I, but I still didn't understand Mm -hmm. and I had to keep learning. And I, I felt icky in the beginning. Of course, like I can't braid my hair because I'm a (laughs) like, I had to move past the icky feelings and keep learning what it meant.
0: Yeah. And you have to have those conversations. I remember us having tons of those conversations. We did. We did. And trying to figure out. And I hit up several
1: of my friends. and like, what do you think about this cultural appropriation thing? Yeah. Like, talk to me. Tell me what you (laughs) think it means. I want to know what you think it means.
0: Uh (laughs) You got to do that. You got to have those conversations with people.
1: You do. And you have to have people that will allow you to be open and allow you to make mistakes. Yeah. And call you out on those mistakes when you make them. That's important. Yeah.
0: And also to the to the other side of that, I think you also have to willing be willing to be one of those people to call other people out.
1: That's true, that's true, and you have to do it gently, yeah, like nobody just wants to be smacked down immediately <laughs> exactly. you have gain gain a friend, don't yeah. make an enemy exactly <laughs> we we We're all here together, we're all trying to figure this out together. There's no reason to be evil, uh, but also don't shirk into the corners right and and be quiet mm-hmm. don't don't do that. Okay. Sorry. No. No sorry. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm usually this wordy, but I feel so smart. <laughs> That's good. I did all of this learning and it's just bubbling up at him. okay. <laughs> it's
0: important to do this learning.
1: I really love to study. I for some reason, I love to shovel snow and study and that yeah. makes me very strange.
0: No. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to go over some of the most common things
1: that you run into
0: in regards to cultural appropriation and closed practices. Like we've already talked about, uh, you know, white sage, smudging, spirit Mm -hmm. animals. Eagle feathers. Eagle feathers. Mm -hmm. Those all belong to the native Mm -hmm. people of North America. Voodoo does
1: not belong to us. Voodoo does not belong
0: to us. And one of the Mm -hmm. things that actually I didn't know about before reading is chakras.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: are not for us. That is a part of a Hindu tradition and is something very special to them and their their path and their tradition that it doesn't belong to us. That's true. And I had always not, like, chakras always didn't quite feel right to me.
1: Yeah, I I personally haven't really used them at all. Exactly. It's not not a thing that rings in me at all. Mm -mm. And I didn't know why
0: until I was reading this. I was like, oh, that's why. That's it's why. not for me
1: yeah that and was that my intuition is... telling me uh, yeah stay away just leave it's that been one alone woven into the metaphysical community for oh my god several decades now at least since the 90s even I, more I, I really than the physical
0: hear... community it's like it's in like the yogi community which is That's another true. thing that we can it's, talk about yes. has been completely
1: the, bastardized the alternative medicine Ugh. also uh community has uh, uh co-opted i don't know yeah <laughs> Appropriated. Well, I, I like they the word bastardized. <laughs> sure. Sure. That's true. Yeah, yeah, chakras. And they're they're all they're in a bunch of my tarot cards like
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's something you don't think about. Another one it's that true. a common a uh, lot of people will see when you first walk into the general metaphysical stores is Palo Santo.
1: Mm-hmm. Which
0: is a tree mm-hmm. and it is very 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 endangered. Yeah. It's being harvested. Exactly. Like yeah. um in the flying the hedge uh blog post she talks about how there are roughly 250 adult palo santo trees left in the wild
1: oh my god that's exactly terrible. so that bad.
0: no palo santo people leave yeah it alone. yeah it's not for you its yeah. name literally means holy holy yeah so just that's you know true. think about it
1: right stop being yeah greedy you
0: have other things available to you that can do the same exact thing you don't have oh, to take absolutely. things from other
1: people there's always workarounds. We don't have to exactly. use specific things. You can find other ingredients to to use to burn. Yeah, we are not bound to any specific things. Let these cultures have the things that belong to them.
0: Yeah. So, are we ready for like a recap? Yes. Have we exhausted I think, all of our topics? So.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I think I think it's good we keep it concise yeah (laughs) because it's such a big topic let let people dig on their own exactly we're not here to tell you everything that is good
0: or bad or that you can or cannot do
1: because if you look us up we don't have the credentials to do so (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) but we're not here to teach you yeah we're just here to offer information and resources as we've always said don't
1: fall into that tiger pit right there (laughs) avoid that tiger pit yes go around that's why we're here (laughs) Okay recap recap cultural appropriation is theft is theft of cultures that you did not grow up in
0: mhm you are not entitled to mhm just leave to... it alone
1: yes if you want to practice things from those cultures you need to seek out people who are qualified to teach mm-hmm. you and you need to do whatever it is that they ask you to do to learn and to earn the right to do that
0: exactly there is no such thing as white magic or black magic. Mm-hmm. There is magic. Exactly. That is it. Yep. And study, study, study. And study some more. Mm-hmm. In multiple different forms. Books, podcasts, documentaries.
1: Yes. The digital
0: take, age has all of the information available take to it you. it all in. In whatever you format using you it, like. Yes. yes. There is no excuse, is what I'm trying to tell you. There is no no excuse excuse for you not studying.
1: (laughs) If this path means anything to you, then you need to be learning, avidly learning. And today is Kayla's birthday. Woo! We are recording on Kayla's birthday. Happy birthday to me. So when you all hear this, tell her happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to. This is a test.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Email us. Tell me happy birthday.
1: Uh-huh. That's the yes, segue. Please do. <laughs> Comment <laughs> on Instagram. Tell her happy birthday.
0: <laughs> okay. And on that note, our email is sistermagic, with a K, sistermagicpod at pod. gmail.com. Mm-hmm.
1: Correct. And we have the Instagram, at sistermagicpod. And Twitter. And we have the Twitter,
0: at sistermagicpod.
1: You Thank know. you for listening to Sister Magic.
0: Now go and read a book. I,
1: I, yeah. Go read a book. Go read lots of books. <laughs> Many, many books
0: and blogs. Books. And watch videos.
1: And podcasts.
0: And talk to other people. Other than this podcast.
1: <laughs> Diversify. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Agreed. I want it known. I want my head in its own box. <laughs> <laughs> Get my own box <laughs> with Lojack. <laughs>